0: The information in this program is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness or disease or injury. Consult a qualified health practitioner for answers to your personal medical questions.
1: is restoring health, improving lives naturally. With Dr.
2: Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Are you or your loved one in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Don't give up hope. Dr. Yardley has had success with thousands of patients who previously tried all kinds of different procedures, but to no avail. Patients come from around the world to right here in the Northwest to get treatment from Dr. Yardley. So listen and learn about his unique and natural methods and the possibilities for you. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. We are back, and
3: let me just take a second to say thank you for joining us. We know your time is very valuable, and we are delighted that you're sharing some time here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. from the Yardley Institute. Dr. Yardley, when we, we talk about the care that you provide, let's talk about underlying principle. What is the, the basic idea of that drives what you do at the Yardley Institute?
4: You know, the single underlying principle would be that the default setting for the body is to heal itself. Okay. And that's what keeps us alive. That's what causes a cut to heal. That's what makes a baby grow in us when one's, when a woman gets pregnant. Um, what we find is that the body always seeks to do the very best it can with the resources that are available to it. Um, and, and this process of doing that is known as adaption. I see x-rays on people. I see x-rays on people every day, and they've been told that they have arthritis in their back or in the neck or in other parts of the body. They've been told it's age, that nothing can be done about it, expected right. to get worse with time. Very common. E- exactly. And And you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You do that, you believe that, you will get that. It doesn't have to be true, but it will be true if you do that. So, th- th- does it have to be that way? Well, for many, the answer is no, and, and they would say thankfully no. Really? Yes. Uh, we're raised in a society to believe that disease care is all that works. Uh, many of us are finding out differently. As Frank would say, think different. You mean think differently. We've had this conversation. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I deliberately put it that way because I knew we had. <laughs> we are programmed to believe that we should wait until we're broke, injured, or things are not working right, and then ask ourselves the question, what are we going to do about it now? Now, you know that if you've got a horse, let's say a horse fenced into a paddock, and you want to keep him there, but the gate's open. Now, if you want to keep the horse in the paddock, uh, is it... That best achieved by closing the gate before or after the horse is out. The disease care approach is waiting until the horse is out That's and right. then closing the gate and then trying to find the horse. When things are going real badly,
3: that's the time you turn around and try and solve the problem. That's right. And you end up containing the problem as opposed to doing the correction that you need.
4: Right. And thankfully, as a society, we've learned not to do that. In the way that we raise our kids, in the way that we handle our finances. Mm-hmm. But regrettably, when it comes to our health, this is too often the programming that we have and the programming that we live by. Sure. Compromise in the brain body connection is a little known, virtually indetectable impediment to the body's very effective healing systems. When we talk about that, we're talking about the pressure of uh, three pieces of paper. That tiny? That tiny. When you're dealing with a structure so delicate as that brain-body connection, that little pressure can be all the difference between a miserable life and a fun life.
3: You know, it's funny because when we talk about why people procrastinate and, and why people become skeptical, that all by itself, that idea that that tiny correction can make
4: all the difference, sometimes people just have a hard time wrapping their head around that. Right. But you know... Half a teaspoon of sugar in the bloodstream is the difference between sanity and insanity. That's how wonderfully balanced the human body is. Okay. So once we realize that, then that's what we're living with, whether we realize it or not, whether we like it or not. Sure. That's what we're living with. What it does is it disrupts communications. On so many different levels. And unless the person is able to access the expertise delivered at the institute, then they're sentenced to living a life that is much less than it really should and could be. So what you're really talking
3: about is by correcting the brain and body connection, you are you are unleashing
4: the body's potential in a huge way to heal a- itself. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. So our facility is in Kent. Now, yesterday, I was giving the first adjustment to a couple, both of them from Union, Washington. Whoa, that's, the Hood Canal, that's a long way away. It is. It's right in the middle of the – it's about an hour and a half drive Easy each way. Yeah. Yeah, if the traffic's good. At the same time, I was taking care of another woman that had flown down from Alaska. She had Bell's palsy. Shortly after that, I was adjusting another lady, and she was from Port Orchard. Okay, all of those are long drives to get to Kent. Right, and then last last week I had a teacher fly up from San Francisco to get adjusted. The moral of those stories is? Is that, that you know, when it comes to your health, try putting a price on it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's something that's worth traveling the distance.
3: Acid reflux, arthritis, asthma, headaches, migraines,
4: vertigo, hypertension, all of those things are, are things that people live with. Mm-hmm. And could be helped, can be helped many times by getting the brain-body connection corrected.
3: And giving the body the opportunity to do what? To
4: heal itself.
3: Boy, that's that's uh, turning everything upside down, Dr. Yardley. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. You can hear from over 100 patients discuss the incredible improvements they've experienced with Dr. Yardley at the Yardley Institute. Health issues like neck and back pain, headaches, sciatica, neuropathy, vertigo, and many others. Go to YardleyInstitute.org.
2: It's Todd Herman here at the fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Brent is with me. Hey, Brent, was there a specific medical situation you're facing that sent you to the Yardley Institute?
1: I was having severe uh, sciatic pains and problems with my neck. I know you're a contractor. Was it limiting you? Very much so. I mean, I play soccer, ski, snowboard, and I found myself unable to do most of these things. And I didn't want to do surgery.
2: Tell me about your response upon the first
1: gentle, non-invasive treatment. It just kind of felt like he was putting a slight amount of pressure on there, not a great deal. And then it was done. And, you know, it was less than 30 seconds, something like that. And the next day, I was actually able to move. And my left leg, where my sciatica really originates, started lessening. And I was able to move it much more easily.
2: What's different in your life and your work now that you've been through the treatments at the Art of the Institute? People have
1: noticed my amount of energy is back. And I run up and down the stairs now. I can yeah. do that again. I can take two stairs at a time. And it's just
2: amazing. What do you say to people who are sitting in the fence going, ah, I don't know if I want to go to the Art Institute? Don't wait. Do it now.
1: Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Before I say another word, I want to take a second to say
3: thank you for sharing part of your day with us. I am here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. And Dr. Yardley, in just a couple of moments here, we're going to talk to Lisa, one of your patients. She has a fascinating story to tell about uh, just a sense of well-being, anxiety, and it tracks back to an injury she received some number of years ago. So let's get her on here and find out what her story is. Lisa, welcome to the show. And Dr. Yardley is here. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Dr. Yardley. So, Lisa, I want to kind of go back in time here a little bit. Can you tell us what started, where this all started for you? My understanding is there was a a concussion and, and that led to some stuff. Tell us your story
5: yeah absolutely. So um for the last couple of years, I had been experiencing a lot of anxiety. My husband actually was a patient of Dr. Yardley's, and for years, I would say probably about four years, he kept telling me you have to go and see him, you have to go and see him because I had been you know going to psychiatrists and things like that to try to you know conquer this anxiety, and just nothing was working. Um, they wanted to just load me up with prescriptions, and that wasn't really what I wanted to do, so um, at the advice of my husband, came in and saw Dr. Yardley, um, just did a consultation to see what he could do to help me out.
3: So now, how did this manifest itself in your life? Did you have any, like, physical ailments, things that you felt, maybe your neck, your upper back? What what kind of ha- was going on there? Issues with your back or headaches or anything like that?
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just as a result of the anxiety of it, itself, um, I was constantly feeling tension in my mid to upper back. Um, I was going for regular massages, which would help for a couple of days, and then we would come back. Um, and then I would say probably one of the most frustrating things was just I would have like, constant, constant headaches, really just in the back of my head, you know, my eyes, stress headaches and things like that. So,
4: mm. Lisa, I have two questions for you. One, um, what caused you to hesitate or not listen to the wisdom of your husband? And two, <laughs> what motivated you to finally take that step?
5: Honestly, just being stubborn, just feeling like how could something like that possibly affect the way that I'm feeling mentally. Um, To me, I thought it's psychological. It can't be physical. There's no way. Um, But, you know, after trying everything else and, you know, I'm like, I have nowhere else to go. (laughs) So that's what finally made me listen to my smart husband.
3: So, Lisa, you finally got into Dr. Yardley. You did the initial consultation. You became a candidate for care. He did the first treatment with you. What was that like? It was
5: actually a breeze. So I was a little bit concerned. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, Dr. Yardley had explained it pretty well, but, you know, just never having done it before, I wasn't sure, Um, but it was... Seamless. I mean, there was no pain at all. Um, you could barely even tell that anything was going on.
3: And so, after your initial adjustment, and for some time after you're under treatment, when did you start noticing a change in regards to your anxiety and and that your the, your complaints about your uh, your neck and your headaches and all of that?
5: Almost immediately, actually. So I would say, you know, it took a couple of days um, for that, you know, kind of out of it feeling to pass. Um, but to be honest, I felt like. I was already feeling like that a little bit anyway, just as a result of the anxiety. So it wasn't something that was, you know, interfered with my daily life or the ability to do what I needed to do. Um, But I would say that just after a few days, it started to go away. Um, And it's funny because now when I feel like I could potentially be out of place or anything like that, that the anxiety is the first thing I start to feel. (laughs) So. So, in mean, a I can recognize it right away just because of how quickly it actually disappeared to begin with.
3: Well, let's talk about that. Where are you today? Let's talk about your neck and your upper back. How are they? How are your headaches?
5: Great, actually. So I have really experienced almost no anxiety. Like I said, there there are some times where it starts to come back a little bit, and of course now my first thought is I have to go back in to see Dr. Yardley because I'm out of place. <laughs> but um, the tension in my back is pretty much gone. Um, I treated myself to a birthday massage, and instead of having having them focus all on that one place, the middle of my back, it was it was nice just be able to have, you know relax as opposed to relieve that tension. But um, so yeah, the anxiety is virtually gone the headaches are pretty much gone
3: so how's your quality of life
5: these days much better much better um aside from just the uh, anxiety and headaches and things like that um i just feel so much more alert um i can concentrate better at work i feel like i have more energy um and just honestly it's i feel like a different person um they the the way that I even communicate with people has changed. Um, I I feel more compelled to even just have open and honest conversations with people without that anxiety kind of taking hold of me and and altering what I might want to say. Um, I I mean, I I do feel like it's it's truly like a a life-changing experience. So,
4: Lisa, what would be your advice to someone who might be dragging their heels?
5: I would say just be informed. Don't necessarily feel like you have to be, you know, if there's something that's bothering you from a medical perspective that you have to go see, you know, an MD and get pumped full of prescriptions, um, I would say just be informed and just give it a shot. I mean, you have absolutely nothing to lose.
3: And have you appropriately apologized and thanked your husband for his wisdom?
5: Actually, I got him back in there to see Dr. Yardley because he had been dragging his <laughs> ah, feet for a couple she of did. years.
3: Yes. <laughs> well, Lisa, it has been a delight to talk with you. Thank you so
4: much for making time with us. Yes. Thank you very much, Lisa. Um, yes,
5: of course. Y- thank you for everything.
4: You take care and have a good day now, okay? You too. Good talking to you.
3: Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Another terrific example of what can happen when you restore the brain and body connection. And that's what they do at the Yardley Institute.
0: Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey,
2: it's Todd Herman. I'm here with a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Craig, you started going through the treatment. When did you realize you'd seen improvements? For me, it was at the gym, walking around realizing, wait a minute, uh, my joint pain's gone.
3: Mine was when I would wake up in the morning. I was having back pain, and uh, I felt like it was going down into my buttocks area. I was sleep different ways, hoping that it would... It but I would always wake up with a pain after the first one or two uh, sessions with him. I woke up without any pain, and it was such a relief to wake up refreshed without feeling that pain level
2: that i would wake up with i'm smiling as we're talking craig because i i remember sleeping in a whole bunch of different wild positions yeah what's it meant for your overall quality of life
3: it's much different i mean i can get up in the morning and bend over and put my socks on which doesn't seem like a big deal until you can do it again all of a sudden you know right i'm a little older and a little wiser and i've put up with some pain in the past and i would say don't be like me and sit out there and hesitate and wait and wait just go get it
1: done
2: i, I couldn't agree more
1: Listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio
2: 973 FM. It's Todd Herman here with Dr. Lee D.C., my doctor for over three years. feel blessed to have him. Uh, Doc, you know, I work out with a guy who trains very, very, very hard, um, but he is really limited in his mobility, and it's getting worse. And he's developed the ridges on the neck and sits a little bit forward. He's an engineer, database engineer, sits all day long. Mm. And I, I've looked at where he's arrived, and, and with all due respect to my friend, they don't want to go that way. Yes. I, and But I know that this is also something that has to do with aging. There are a lot of people who go to your clinic at Yardley Institute uh, to prevent arriving at that point in their life. So how do you work to help people prevent being in that bent,
4: question mark shaped form? Almost two thirds of the people that we come in, uh, that come in and see us uh, come in and see us because they've looked at the parents, they've seen what happened to the parents as they got older and they've said, I don't want to go there. And so what can I do now to be proactive to stop myself ending up there? A third, maybe a little more than a third of our patients come in with a specific issue that they're looking for help with. But regardless of what that issue is, we are a healthcare institute. What that means is that we're really into the things or looking at the things that are going to keep us healthy as we get older. I use the term anti-aging because a lot of the demographics I see are like from 40 to about 75. And if I can get the people around 35 to 40 to start doing things, and it's a little difficult because they haven't seen aging in their body yet, so they're not that focused on it. Once I get people from the 45 to 60 age group, they're starting to see it you see and so our approach first of all is to normalize the body's control systems as as always and then we go beyond that we start incorporating within our care things that we uh, totally different to what you're going to get from physical therapy or from most other approaches Um, these are not exercises are quite often for flexibility and for strengthening and those are important I tell people what we give you does not replace that you need to do that but what you do doesn't replace what we we recommend either Mm -hmm. and so we have programs that we put people on, which are really designed to start changing their posture. And when they do it, when they take it seriously, it's not uncommon for them thirty and sixty days later to come in and say, "My dentist says I'm standing different." You know, people that they're see, that see them every six months are starting to report that they're no longer the same. Their spouses start seeing a change, and and they change how they use their body. Before, when they were going to lean over and pick something up, they'd think twice about it. Now they just do it, and suddenly surprised that they've done it. And I've
2: had this experience with you of seeing this in a hard data sense. That mm-hmm. when I first went to you, and I went to you for joint pain, and still remember right shoulder, uh, left hip, uh, yeah, right shoulder, left hip, right knee, left ankle, mm-hmm. and um, that disappeared. That was gone very, very quickly, surprisingly quickly. Then my sciatica went away. I've talked about being shocked that uh, your care got rid of my sinuses. The Sunday headaches are gone, and I know that you're very clear. You're not a, you know, you're not a miracle worker, no. but but restoring the, the body's ability to heal itself is so profound in that way. But I, I also had started down the path of becoming a bent question mark person because I had these ridges on on my vertebra. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember how long it was, but I think it was a
4: year in, those ridges had begun to recede. So did I catch this in time? Am I okay? Well yeah the answer is yes to yeah. that. Um, x ray to see is to know, not to see is to guess. So x-rays are very important to us. From this we can define the problem, we can craft a solution and then we can determine if we've achieved it and you're just giving an example here of, of a situation where when we look at it further down the road we can see clearly we achieved it and 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 that's a great thing I mean, that brings this to mind to me. A lot of people, they'll go see you when the
2: pain has gotten unbearable. They're on the drugs or they're layering on drugs and they're considering surgery. I always wish people would go sooner. But it is something I want to communicate to people who are not yet there. It hurts to be bent like a question mark. That's coming Mm -hmm. if you don't avoid it and you don't get proactive about it. So what are some of the things you see that people are starting to feel that they need to get in and get this taken care of? Is it limitations in mobility? Is it niggling little pains? Is it something like sciatica, which is a signal from the
4: body saying, hey things are starting to go awry. It can be any and all of those. Um, Oftentimes people will come in and say, you know, I used to be able to do this 10 years ago. I can't anymore. Or it's getting more difficult for me to do that. Or I go out and do my work in the yard and I come in and I hurt for the next three days. Well, a little soreness is to be expected, but not for three days, you see. So, people find that the body no longer performs the way that it was before, the way it used to. They're not able to do the things the way they used to. And um, and that's probably an under ongoing theme, ongoing theme that I see in patients a lot, and that is, I used to be able to do this, I can't do it any longer. I would like to be able to go up the stairs, one stair at a time. I'm having difficulty doing that. And uh, and, and as we see that, then um, they start realizing the body's not working the way we're spo- it's supposed to, and from this, uh, we, we're glad to help people with the pain and the issues that they've got. Yeah. Definitely, we want to do that, but then we want to build beyond that. And unfortunately, most of our patients understand that, and that's the choice that they make.
2: Yeah, and I would just present this to, to anybody who's on the fence. Um, look, there are two possible futures. There's a future where you're bent like a question mark there's a future where you have these limited mobilities. Um, There's a future where you get in touch with Dr. Yardley and you go in for these non-invasive, very gentle tests and uh, very gentle treatments and you come out of this and you avoid that. I I thank you because I think I've avoided it because now I'm I'm addicted to being a patient, right? And (laughs) and I I wouldn't want to leave the clinic. I'll tell you what you're addicted to is being healthy (laughs) and that's the important thing. That's a far better thing to be addicted to. As nice as the Yardley Institute is, I do prefer being addicted
0: to being healthy. suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey,
2: it's Todd Herman for Dr. Lee Yardley, DC, and I'm chatting with Dan, who is fellow patient. Your wife saw improvement with sciatica, headaches, asthma. You go there just yeah. to support your wife. You are off the Xantex, and you're off the Tums. That's incredible.
0: And within just a few months, my doctor took me off of my diabetes medication. Wow!
2: And the pills are gone. And,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. I don't don't take anything.
2: What would you say to people about Doctor Lee Yardley um, as a guy who restores the body's ability to heal itself?
0: I have to say that I was skeptical, and I understand that. And so, people are probably maybe a little skeptical. But really, what do you got to lose? Yeah. And if there's something out there that can help and there's so much that we don't know and the body works in ways that most of us just do not understand at all. And Dr. Yardley does understand ways that the body works and he can help people because he knows those things.
2: It's not disease care, it's health care.
0: Right. It's been a very positive experience for us.
2: Now more of Restoring
1: Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Here we are. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with Dr. Lee
3: Yardley, D.C. Now in just a second here, Lee, we're going to talk to Mary. And
4: Mary's a wonderful lady. Mary, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Nice to be here.
4: Mary, we're going to tell people a little bit about you. Now, you're a retired teacher.
6: Right, retired teacher after 32 years in the classroom, right?
4: Wow, isn't that neat? But you were still teaching when you first came to see us, weren't you?
6: I was.
4: That's right. I was. Something happened in the playground. You you sustained an injury, didn't you? A wound?
6: I sustained an injury about um, 1998. And And then um, things kind of went downhill from there, and when I came to see you, I was um, literally crawling to the bathroom at night and on a walker in the classroom, dragging a leg that just wouldn't function. It was in pain and just wouldn't function. I didn't miss a day in the classroom, but it was a struggle and I ended up with you.
4: And this has been go- this had been going on for fourteen years, is that correct?
6: The leg part, the wound had been going on for fourteen years, but the leg part had been going on for about four months.
4: So Mary, things were going from bad to worse at that point.
6: Exactly.
3: So Mary, before coming to see Doctor Yardley, what had you tried to get relief from that leg? Pain?
6: Pain. Well, on the wound, I I had spent um, probably twelve to fifteen thousand dollars with wound clinics in two different states. And then came here uh, to Washington, and um, it was just an endless thing. I, you know, it was just that I could never exercise like I had used to, or long walks, or anything like that. So, you know, things just started going downhill.
3: What was it that initially brought you in to see Dr. Yardley?
6: I'm on the radio, just like this. And I told my husband, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm not going to mess around with anybody else. I'm going to. Straight to Dr. Yardley and talk to us, which I did.
3: Now, tell us about that first conversation with Dr. Yardley.
6: Uh, it made so much sense because I was teaching, you know, the upper grades and I was teaching science and that brain connection through the, the brain stem that made so much sense to me. And it just, I said, yeah, why not?
3: So, Mary, you found out you were a candidate for care and you started at the Yardley Institute. What happened next?
6: Within a week, I was not crawling to the bathroom. Within three weeks, I could walk without the walker and without falling down. And within a month and a half, I didn't need a walker anymore. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was stunning to me. Everybody that saw me said, What are you doing? This? So you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of advertisement during that time.
4: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Why don't you tell people what it's like to come into the office?
6: Uh, you feel like family. Everybody you met, I couldn't complain about anybody. It was really nice, and you didn't sit around for hours waiting at all. You they got you in and and out and. It was wonderful.
4: You had a few other things going on. You were having some acid reflux issues?
6: I was. And I think it was from the medicine I was taking to deal with the pain. Okay. Because that went away. It seems I got less and all that medicine that I was taking for, you know, to Dealing with walking around during the day, it was fine.
4: Another effect of the medication you had mentioned, you found yourself quite groggy throughout the day. Now that you're not on the medication, have things cleared up?
6: Oh, yeah, because actually you feel like your brain is uh, waking up with whatever you guys do to make Mm -hmm. that connection. You actually, you know, you begin to say, things are different, I feel like I can concentrate better, I can... It it doesn't happen instantly, but it's just a gradual something you begin to feel.
3: Well, that sounds great. You know, it sounds like all the improvements you've experienced, Mary, it has got to be a great joy with your grandkids.
6: Oh, it is. And then I could finish my, I had two, about a year and a half left for my, you know, to put in all my time for teaching because I thought I was going to have to quit. It would have made a big difference on, you know, how much you get for afterwards. And I could finish teaching. Yeah, and then the grandkids are, are here and I ended up babysitting them. Or I couldn't even pick up my little grandson. I I just didn't have the strength to do it in either the leg or my arms. And now I can, you know, run around with them, crawl around with them, and I haven't had any reoccurrence.
4: What a blessing. Yes.
6: It is. It's wonderful.
4: Now, you played the organ at the church, and when you first came in, you were having some numbness issues in your left hand.
6: I was. See, that was all part of it. And that was within two weeks gone. Great. And I have not had that come back at all. It's kind of hard to play the organ without feeling, yes.
3: Oh, I bet it was. Well, Mary, I'm sure there are people listening right now who are not feeling themselves or maybe dealing with a lot of pain like you were. What would you say to them?
6: Come and talk to them. I got the idea that if you came in and you couldn't help, that you know, you tell me. I didn't feel like you just would take me just because you, you know, like a, a cattle prodding outfit or anything like that. I got the feeling that you'd tell me the truth.
4: That's absolutely correct, and we don't accept every patient for care.
6: It won't hurt to go in and talk and find out what you guys do because it makes sense to me and it works.
3: Wow, that is great. Thanks a lot, Mary.
6: You're welcome.
0: You can hear from over 100 patients discuss the incredible improvements they've experienced with Dr. Yardley at the Yardley Institute. Health issues like neck and back pain, headaches, sciatica, neuropathy, vertigo, and many others. Go to YardleyInstitute.org. Hey,
2: so George is a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., and he's dealing with a whole list of health problems prior to seeing Dr. Yardley. He had balance issues, constant numbness, tingling, pain in both feet, serious low back pain. You even had low back surgery, but you're still in pain. So, George, what happened after you started to see Dr. Yardley? I started going to Dr. Yardley, and uh,
1: just uh, everything changed around. I, I tried running, and I thought I'd never run again. So I tried running the other day, and it, it's it's getting better. You know, it's some, some might not call it running, but to me That's, it's a lot. Hey,
2: George, running is running. So how's the pain? Is it still there? Yeah, I know the pain. I don't have pain anywhere. That's awesome. Tell me, what's that meant for your quality of life? You know, I have as good a quality as a
1: guy my age uh, can have. I don't know of anybody that has any better. You know, I'm semi-retired. I'd say pretty excellent for my age.
2: George, I'm so happy for you. (music) Listening to Restoring Health,
1: Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Dr. Yardley, I want to talk with you about
3: jaw pain. I think you guys call it TMJ, and I can't even begin to say what
4: that is. I'll leave it to you. Temporomandibular joint—that's the uh, <laughs> joint between the jawbone and the face. Okay, and it's affected uh, by occlusion, how the uh, surfaces of the teeth Come interface with each other. Right. Yes, and it can create all kinds of problems. For example, it can cause a clicking. A person may find that they can't eat um, hard food; they must eat small bites. They've almost got constant pain it can result in teeth breaking it can result in uh it, it it can actually transfer into the neck and result in headaches neck pain um even sharp and stabbing pain difficulty in swallowing how common is it Far more prevalent than most people realize. Why is that? Because when we have dental work, people don't realize their bite has been changed, or or they maybe they were born with it. What, what's uh, why is it so common? It's a good question, and it can be any and all of those. Like for instance, you can uh, sometimes people are born when a, a baby is born. Part of the development of the skull is the roof of the mouth comes down, mm-hmm. and on some people it doesn't come down enough, and so it creates a situation where their upper jaw is actually smaller than it should be. Uh, that can create problems. That would be an example of. Uh, Something that a person would be born with. Now, at the Yardley Institute, you are not dentists, not at all. You are not
3: oral surgeons. We are not. So, I I don't expect that someone. Well, someone
4: would. Some. Why would somebody come to you with TMJ? How would you help? Well, actually, I had an interest in in that a close family member developed this uh, problem when I was an undergrad. Uh So, in my early years of practice, I was very interested in approaches to it. Explored approaches within my own profession. uh, including cranial sacral. Um, and uh, But it wasn't until I got into the work that I do with the brain-body connection that I saw the most dramatic results. Okay, so if you are suffering from jaw pain, or as Dr. Yardley refers to it, TMJ, listen
3: carefully to this. I think you're going to find this fascinating. You have some great examples, some great stories to tell
4: about uh, people that you've seen. I do. I do. Like, for instance, um, a gentleman that came to see me, his name is Joe, and he was 58 years old. And what happened was seven years prior to coming and seeing me, suddenly his teeth started breaking. Wow. And they started fracturing and chipping because of malocclusion. And no one was able to identify why. Okay. And um, so he had like, well, the time he came to me, see me, about five or six fractured teeth. And he was wearing a guard at night, and he was having a lot of tension through his neck and shoulders. And um, he yawned two months before seeing me and developed extreme pain in his right jaw that lasted for three to four minutes. And he'd been able to see, he'd gone to see TMJ specialists. He'd gone to see chiropractors. He'd gone to see acupuncturists. And uh, with some relief. Uh, But we found that he had a compromised brain-body connection, so we initiated care to try and assist with that. And uh, he started seeing degrees of improvement um, uh, early on in his care. And in fact, most recently we did an evaluation and he rated the improvement as being 75 to 80% better. Which is basically, that's awfully close to to pain free. It is when you're dealing with problems that have been that long standing.
3: Somebody who's listening, what are you talking about? Relieving jaw pain by this lining up of the cranium and the spine. How does that work? What when
4: you do that, mm-hmm. you're what you're letting the body heal itself? Yes, because. If the brain-body connection is compromised, keep in mind that there are 12 cranial nerves and the vast majority of those originate in the brain stem and eight of them on the lower end of the brain stem. So if you've got a compromised brain-body connection, the skull's not sitting straight, the bone at the top of the neck is perhaps twisted just a little bit out of position, then there's a cascade effect and it can start impacting those cranial bones. Wow. Okay, so more jaw pain. You've got another case study there? This was a case that was referred to me by a dentist, a neuromuscular dentist. Okay. Uh, and she was uh, under treatment with him, and he's probably one of the top in his field. Okay. And, uh, but he had learned from experience that quite often he could only get them so far if there was a compromised brain-body connection that needed to be corrected. All right. And uh, so we accepted her for care, and uh, she was dealing with constant uh, neck pain, both dull and sharp and, and stabbing. And she'd notice it if she was swallowing or if she was laying even just laying on her left side and um, she'd been involved in an accident which seemed to trigger the whole thing and at times the pain would even extend down her left arm and uh, so we accepted her for care and in fact I presented her case to a group an international group of dentists here in Seattle they asked me to present the work that we did uh, and it was one of the cases that we presented and uh, anyhow currently she reports that um, everything is just doing well uh, doing really good early on I mean The neck and jaw pain was 60, 70 percent better uh, less than a month into uh, the care and just continued to improve from that.
3: And and she was referred to you by a dentist
4: because why? The dentist couldn't solve the problem? Um, Well, I, I don't know that in this case, that's true. Um, This particular dentist was a uh, neuromuscular dentist, which is a particular field of expertise within Mm -hmm. the dental profession. And his experience was such that in certain cases, he could only get them so far until this kind of problem was cleared up. Then that would enable him to finish out what he was doing. And your treatments, you don't replace a doctor I mean there are people that come to you for your
3: procedure and then end up going back to their to their regular doctor and and finding lovely
4: results or getting additional help, right? Absolutely. And you know, in these cases where we're working with the dentist, we're working in tandem with them. Right. They continue to do what they're doing, we do what we're doing and each assist the other in in uh, moving the case forward. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or
0: taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org.
1: Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Dr. Yardley, you have a a story, I've heard you tell it before, about a a young
4: boy involved with your process. And I I just would like you to share that story with us, because I think it's fascinating, would you? Sure. Uh, It was a number of years ago, and there was this 14-year-old boy, and he'd been diagnosed with... Well, what had happened was he'd been experiencing back pain, really... uh, At at age 14. At age 14. Uh, So severe at times, could not get out of bed. And, of course, his parents were really concerned about this. So they took him to the family doctor, and the family doctor really didn't know much about Things, but said, let's get some x rays taken. He had the x rays taken, and then looking at them, he said, Well, we need to refer you to an orthopedic surgeon. So they did, and about three weeks later, you see father and son walking into the orthopedic surgeon's office, and the orthopedic surgeon performed an examination. He looked at the x rays and he diagnosed an advanced case of scoliosis and at that time there was very little to offer or little that could be done He simply said you know just go on with your life and and um, and, and so he did they couldn't operate at that point N- no no, it wasn't that severe okay. that would have been an option if it had got severe enough but that wasn't discussed at that time from the age of 14 to the age of 18 this young man found himself very limited he wasn't able to participate in sports at times the searing back pain was so bad that he literally had to crawl off the bed at the age of 18 a fellow classmate came up to him one day and said, look, I know you've been having really having problems with this. And my dad went to see this guy. He was having some problems with his back and he was helped a lot. Mm -hmm. So he gave him the card. And uh, the young man looked at the card and and looking at it, he saw that it wasn't a regular doctor. It was someone that did something different. And um, so he thought about it for a few days and then, you know, made an appointment to go in and see the guy. And the guy explained what he did and what he thought he could do with it, and uh, not at all too sure about this. The young man started under a course of care, and within 30 days, he saw dramatic improvement in the way that uh, the way that he felt. Now, you're you're telling me that this this kid, this 14 year old,
3: went four years with with really bad pain. It's true to the point where he actually could not get out of his bed at times, That's right. or could barely get out. And within 30 days, he
4: felt better. Yes. Was the pain yeah. gone in 30 days? 90% of it was gone within 30 days. That's an amazing story. Yes, and in the months that followed, the results were so profound for that young man that he decided that he was going to go to college and he was going to learn how to do what this doctor had done. Really? And and it's a true story because I was that 14-year-old boy, and that's how I, I learned and discovered about the profession that I practice every what, day. What, what did your parents say? I mean, yeah, obviously, were you with your parents
3: at age 18 when you went to that procedure with the uh, the other doctor?
4: Actually, no. So I, you, di- I did this on my own.
3: Oh, they must have been... When you came to them and, and said, the
4: pain is gone, they must have been astounded. Um, they were, but they were even more horrified at the thought that their 18-year-old son was going to leave New Zealand and travel <laughs> to the United States uh, to gain an education, um, and... Uh, Uh, that was that was a little bit difficult for them to deal with. <laughs> but deal with it, they did. <laughs> and over the years, I've had the opportunity of taking care of many, many people with okay. scoliosis. And What is scoliosis? Scoliosis is curvature of the spine. Looking at it from the front or the back, it's got curves in it. And you measure these curves in degrees. Okay. If there's no scoliosis, it's zero degrees. If you've got a curve, then you start measuring it in degrees, and it goes up. And if it gets to 20 degrees or more, then medically they would uh, consider putting you in a brace. Okay. And this is something that has to be worn 23 out of 24 hours a day. Is that curative or is that just something that you wear for the rest of your life or what? Actually, neither. You you will wear it for a period of time with no expectation that the curve will improve. The theory is, and I think it's true in practice, is that um, it's going to stop it from getting worse. <laughs> You know, yeah, so I guess <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get rid of it, but it it slows it down or stops it from getting worse. And and the thing about it is, there've been tomes written uh, on how teenagers tend not to wear those yeah. because I of, bet yeah, it's because of the psychological oh, yeah. impact it's on them. It's amazing. So let's talk about how your because your procedure doesn't quote cure. Scoliosis. It doesn't, but 90% of the cases we've taken care of in the last 34 years have shown measurable improvement on x-ray of the curves, regardless of age. I'm talking even senior citizens. People who have had scoliosis for 40, 50 years. Yes, there's a reduction in curves. Now, one of the things that we make clear to people, our goal is not to straighten the spine. Okay. Our goal is to balance the spine. Give me the choice between a crooked, balanced spine versus a straight, unbalanced one. I'll take a crooked, balanced one any day. <laughs> but, and But one of the side effects of that is these curves measurably go down. We see dramatic improvements with that. There are cases that are so bad, we will not accept them for care. They've yeah. waited too long. The damage is too great. They're really going to need to go through the surgery. If it's over 40 degrees... Now, I've taken care of cases over 40 degrees and seen significant improvement. Yes. But the medical approaches have goes over 40 degrees, then they would do surgery. That surgery would be to actually bolt rods into the spine, which a person will be expected to wear for the rest of their lives. Will they be pain-free? Uh, they don't they're not necessarily painful with the rods but they're restricted in terms of how well but they can move is. and and there's often pain that develops as they get older your procedure the upper cervical procedure that you do the alignment that you do yes uh, what is that why is why does that help so much and just really briefly uh, because one of the side effects of a brain body compromise is you function with one leg shorter than the other and one hip higher than the other which naturally causes the spine to curve to the short leg and low hip side so when Once you correct the brain-body connection, the legs even out, the hips even out, the reason for that curvature now disappears.